0: This is People Who Play, a show about the art of playful living. I'm Emma Warlow researcher, writer and part-time mermaid.
1: And I'm Ben Martin, content creator and nostalgia junkie.
0: Every episode we discuss family life, playtime and we interview a guest who has found a way to play at life. From creatives to educators to comedians, our aim is to inspire more grown-ups to grow down and unleash their unique play powers if you'd like to join our play crew and find more inspiration and info on play follow at playful underscore den on instagram
1: and for all your retro feels find me on instagram at ben flying retro
0: i'm on there too at emma warrelo e-m-m-a w-o double really this podcast drops bi-weekly on mondays but if that's not enough to get your playful vibes vibing you can also join my patreon for five pounds a month and you'll get a personal pod from me which drops alternate mondays plus you can now watch the video interviews of our guests directly in there too we really do appreciate all your likes subscribes follows and shares these digital high fives really mean a lot to us and help us to grow the show okay let's get on with the episode it's playtime this is
1: episode
0: 14.
1: Wow, why are you doing it so scary?
0: <laughs> I was trying to sound like one of those old school BBC news reporters.
1: Uh, Emma, I can tell you now, you will never sound like one of those people.
0: Why do they have such a specific way of talking?
1: I don't know, but we are so close to each other right now. I can just see your massive eyes. We have to get another microphone. <laughs> I, on it, this it, is yeah. ridiculous. Re- it is ridiculous, <laughs> we've
0: got to take a photo. We're trying to improve the audio experience for our lovely listeners who keep coming back to this shambles of a show.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry for the last episode. It sounded like we are in a, a public toilet.
0: Was someone so jet-like they didn't turn on the microphone properly?
1: Sorry, I'm just taking a selfie because this is insane.
0: It's an audio experience, so no one can see that.
1: Yeah, also I'm not wearing a top.
0: You're never wearing a top yes apologies for our last episode ben was so jet-lagged he did not have the microphone turned on properly
1: yeah and i did say that i was gonna tell you know i said that i was gonna be jack this episode and i am you're back happy monday everyone
0: you're being quite strange about cleaning this evening is everything okay
1: yeah everything's fine there's nothing wrong with wanting to live in a tidy house like, you're the kind of person that if you put one thing away, you're like, oh, OCD. <laughs> it's like, that's, being tidy isn't OCD.
0: No, it's not. But it is difficult when you're lying on a sunbed.
1: As in you were lying in. I was lying on a sunbed. Yeah, bed. and I came to you and I said, I need support. <laughs> you said it so serious. I was like, I need support with this house. And, and I... you're not supporting me as a wife <laughs> with this house. I was like, there's washing to do lockers to be sorted out
0: i skulked in there like a teenager
1: you did but the thing is like we go to the beach so much in the summer it's the summer holidays there's just sand everywhere we need a system emma you can have fun with systems well if if you want to go to the beach it's like (laughs) there's there's the beach drawer grab everything you need you just have a bag and i hate that bag (laughs) it doesn't have a home It It just plonks everywhere, in the bathroom, anywhere, and it's covered in sand. You never empty it.
0: Well, I'm always filling it back up. No, I I think you can have fun with systems. Normally, I'm the one that does the organising, and you're the one that does the cleaning.
1: Oh, great system. Wow. (laughs) You organise the cleaner.
0: Anyway, how... Apart from living in an actual sandcastle, how are the summer holidays going for you, Ben?
1: They're going really good. We're down two children this week. We've got one at skate camp and one at art camp. How lefty of us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Phoenix has gone to an actual stay-away camp. It's the longest he's been away. It's a residential. Yeah, he's having a great time.
1: Yeah, he's, ha- he's having one of those great times where he's already, he's like grumpy about coming home
0: he gets that's called projected nostalgia
1: oh my goodness, why do you everything has a hashtag, everything has a name you're like sometimes just to go off topic when you're playing with scout you're like we're doing active play we're doing educational play we're doing sensory stimulation.
0: Can't help them. So well read.
1: Well, um yeah. So when we were uh, in LA, he, st- he had one day where he was down and grumpy. I was like, "What's going on, dude?" And he was like, "Well, you know, trip's coming to an end." I was like, "Oh no, you can't live your life like that."
0: Yeah. So it's called projected nostalgia, where you start getting nostalgic for things that haven't even finished yet.
1: Hmm. Like Stranger Things.
0: <laughs> yeah, when you're you're so sad about something ending, but it hasn't actually ended yet, so you struggle to continue to enjoy it.
1: Yeah, because I spoke to him on the phone today, and he was like, "Yeah, it's just gone so quick." Aww. I was like, "Well, it's Thursday; you've still got a whole another day left."
0: Yeah, I kept I got a few phone calls of him because they were taking them to different skate shops, and he was calling me up and asking for 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 retail. Advice.
1: Oh, I thought you were just going to say he was asking to increase his limit on his go, Henry.
0: Well, he's had his birthday, so it was actually, I was really biting my tongue because every little bit of me wanted to say, don't waste your money on that, but I do believe that...
1: I saw the photo and I would have, yes, don't waste your money on that. (laughs) It was, like, way too big for him. It was huge. You
0: have to, I think, yes, with money, I, I want them to be really sort of financially aware and in their generation it's quite hard to. sorry i'm just
1: facetiming indy because she's in the other room and she's facetiming me
0: right okay she's facetiming you from the room next door
1: it could have been a butt dial
0: me and indy are basically just sending each other memes back and forth all the time i don't know if they're memes gifs about holiday like little cats in sunglasses <laughs> little beach towels because Indy and I are well right
1: now vacay on Monday no no this is Monday right now as people are listening to this you are by a pool
0: oh that's true
1: yeah and I am what's that
0: called future nostalgia
1: (laughs) and I've got a scout and a phoenix I've got one person who's what what did you say it was called he's regretting not
0: nostalgia (laughs) well no he'll be out of that now because it'll be over
1: okay well, I'm sure he'll be upset about something (laughs) And then I've got a scout.
0: Yeah, it is our turn to go on Holly Bob's. Anyway, what I wanted to talk about was creativity.
1: Oh, yeah? You thinking about getting into it?
0: <laughs> I'm on a high creative vibe at Press. the moment. wave. Yes. Mountain. Yes. Mm. I It's just oozing out of me. Is it's, it? Yeah. This happens to me. I have it in cycles. When where... are you going to get
1: in the garage and paint... I'm waiting for those days.
0: That's coming. I've signed up to a expressionism art painting course.
1: Yeah, if you want to get into painting, you just want to, like, Laz paint at a canvas. Yeah. That would be your thing.
0: Yes, very much so. I
1: I think I might have insulted you there. Sorry. (laughs) Is that insulting?
0: No, because that is what I want to do.
1: (laughs) I I mean, of course it's what you want to do. You just want to go into the garage trash it yeah i want to put last paint over and then be like ah i got it all out and it's on the canvas i do yeah and then you want to sell it for five grand Wow,
0: well, that would be nice but that's not the intention is it not that would not be play
1: Nope.
0: i i do think i might be coming into my art years <laughs> oh my <laughs> god okay yeah i'm not doing enough art so i'm a highly creative and imaginative person but
1: more in in your brain box. Yeah,
0: very much so.
1: Although you're a good writer.
0: Yeah, so I express myself. I don't through...
1: associate you with drawing.
0: No, and that's because when I was at school, I was given feedback was from out of a you. teacher that sort of went along the lines of, "Ooh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do the GCSE."
1: Right. Well, okay. Yeah. But well, he can't tell everyone to do the GCSE.
0: He was a she, he... so let's not assume, but. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But, you know, they didn't see anything in you.
0: Well, there was one girl in the class and she was incredible at drawing. And Do she, the
1: GCSE. She
0: very much did the GCSE and did well at the GCSE and I think did the A-level. But from what I have gathered, has not gone on to pursue anything in the creative
1: industries. So this whole thing is about that one teacher?
0: Well, no, it's, it's more how scary it is that those comments in your formative years can have such a knock-on effect to the trajectory that you then take and the decisions that you make and how you see yourself because one of the things about creativity which is proven does amazing things for your well-being so people that regularly exercise their creativity Get these like I don't know like boosts in the brain like it's a feel good drug like exercise for example, and a lot of people really struggle with creativity and the one of the main reasons is because they don't identify as someone who is creative.
1: Yeah, and also so many creatives are quite snobbish. Yeah, and it's, it feels like a closed room. You get imposter syndrome. Yeah, I hate that. Or creativity linked... isn't exclusive. Yeah, or a link everyone to certain
0: jobs or certain characteristics like extroversion, for example, everyone is creative. It Just is, unlock it, baby. Yeah, it's it's within. It's not something that you're born with. It's a skill that lives within all of us. And through those comments about my drawings at school, have not identified myself as someone who does art. Therefore, I think that's had an implication that I haven't pursued artist artistic you know pursuits just for fun for play
1: what will your first piece be
0: i don't know well this leads me to another little tangent that i wanted to talk about because this creative what did you call it crest the creative crest that i'm riding has already taken me to some quite interesting places so i have a patreon group feel free to join guys come on come 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 um and in that patron group i was just sitting there the other night and i was thinking about daring when you dare each other as kids yeah, and double how, dare you? yeah and how sort of exciting that can be can also be dangerous if the dares are inappropriate but that sort of mischief that comes around that concept of daring, and I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about how creative I was feeling, and all of these ideas for my business. Oh, and what did you end up doing? And all this. And anyway, I I wrote, <laughs> I wrote this post on Patreon saying, "Let's do a live experiment. I'm the lab rat." these are my unspoken goals and I wrote them down there was loads of them There were like
1: ballerina 15
0: yeah it was like become a painter Mm. um one was like get super high profile guests on the podcast not that's not a diss to our current guests by the way there was just like some dream guests that you know probably wouldn't reply to me at the moment um Mm. there was one around setting up a female entrepreneurs group locally, like wanting to be part of that. Anyway, I wrote down um about 10, it was like 10 or 15 of them, unspoken goals, things that I'm not actually moving towards because they perhaps seem unrelated to what I'm doing. They don't seem important. I have an inferiority complex because I don't have any skills or experience in them. And I said to the group, I want you to start daring me to do stuff Mm -hmm. related to these goals. It has to be able to be done short term so that I can come back to the group and tell them which one, yeah, which one I did. And also I don't want to set myself up for failure so they can't be too hard. And everyone responded to it really well. So everyone started daring me to do all of these things related to doing art, related to making connections, networking. And I'm starting to do the dares.
1: Well, I can't wait to see the portfolio of art.
0: Oh, that's going to take quite a while. But one of the dares was to do some guerrilla art to create Don't some... get arrested. To create some small pieces of art or street art and leave them around with little messages. So I'm going to do that one.
1: Oh, I, I thought you were going to say you've done it.
0: No I'm gonna do that one but I have done one which so one of them was about I really wanted to be part of a female entrepreneurs group locally I've done various like business groups and stuff before but in the local area I've been trying to find something and I haven't haven't quite found what I'm looking for and through this idea of daring and through me writing down these unspoken goals, I've also connected or reconnected with a part of myself that I think's been a little bit dusty, which is my ability to just dusty. make <laughs> to just make stuff happen. That was always very much in my nature. If I saw something that didn't exist or there was something that I wanted to go after, I would just make it happen. And I think I've slightly been... Sort of just waiting for things. Oh my god! To come no, to me. I am so
1: dusty. Then, is that <laughs> what being dusty is when you don't make stuff happen? No,
0: I was saying that quality, that ability within me. Was dusty? Me, yeah, I haven't been accessing it as much. So,
1: so it's almost like you found yourself in the loft, gave yourself a good shake off.
0: Yeah, I and, found that and, bit of myself. And yeah. Now- through that it was sparked through the playfulness of these dares. So one of the things I did was created this group, and no one's joined yet, but they will, which is called Dare to Grow, which is a female entrepreneurs what group. Is this group. Well, I haven't started it yet, but I've, I've written <laughs> it up, I've branded it, and I've sent some invitations to people that I'd like to join this group, and I'm going to host did not it.
1: receive one. That's because I'm not a female. Are, y- are you
0: a female entrepreneur? <laughs> <laughs> or you a dusty...
1: I tell you what, I am neither of those. I am a dusty doll that you find in your attic. Oh, or your loft.
0: I'll, I'll dust you off and give you a little cut. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so it's called Dare to Grow. I'm going to invite sort of eight to ten people. And yeah, I came up with this whole method. The method is share care dare so you share what's going on in your business you share your goals the caring is we listen to one another we ask curious questions and then the dare at the end of the session you get anonymous dares from the group related to your goals and challenges you don't have to do them it's at your discretion and then we have a whatsapp group where you can report back on there if you take well, the dares and what happens
1: i hope everyone takes it seriously and you know i'd be so when you start chucking around dares it'd be like walk down the street naked and then eat some a tub of marmite
0: i think that says quite a lot about the sort of mentality and headspace you and your mates are in versus my female entrepreneurs group who it's just will... that whenever
1: you say dare i think of the board game and i think of a of we played it at my house and one of them was to eat a, a dessert spoon of Marmite and the kid did it and then threw up all over the carpet. I wouldn't have um, that. And I had to clean it up and it, it never smelt the same ever again. That's
0: rancid.
1: Yeah. I don't so think, not those sorts of dares. You
0: know, I don't think a group of women in their 30s to 40s listening to each other's really <laughs> ambitious goals yeah. and challenges are going to write... Eat I always, a spoon of marmite.
1: I always get the wrong end of the stick with these things, it would seem.
0: How would you get the wrong end of the stick? Well, the reason that I chose dares
1: is because... Who says that the stick, anyway, has a right end?
0: It's really impossible to have a conversation with you. <laughs> Sorry! I <just laughs> Which <think> is you... <laughs> ironic, given that we're doing a
1: podcast together. I'm just saying, who who the heck decides what the right end of the stick is? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's actually quite philosophical. What is the... Ah, right no, you've really got the wrong the end of, of the stick
1: there, Ben, which is something that has been told to me many times. Is it the, in my sharp,
0: life? What, the sharp end? I, I don't know.
1: I honestly don't know.
0: Mm, what's so good about the other end? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, the reason I chose Dares is because as a woman in business, sometimes I think we cannot be as sort of like bold or.
1: Oh, yeah, we. You're speaking for your tribe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well. <laughs> We can't be as bold or as, like, cheeky as men are and in terms mm-hmm. of, like, asking for things and just putting yourself out there. So, yeah, I really connected with this idea of daring, being daring.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I keep wanting to say Do you want me to dare but I'm not allowed, am I? No. Do I, well, I'm just looking forward well, to seeing all of these things. Well, based on what you just told me about. I want to see your art, because art... <laughs> Is a window into your soul. My first painting
0: is going to be called Wrong End of the Stick.
1: <laughs> yeah, just a stick.
0: And my second one is going to be called My Dusty Husband.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that could maybe be a series.
0: So that's that's what I've been up to.
1: Well, am I, you know, I can't compete with that. It's not competition. Yeah, but I, just, you know, I cannot compete with everything that you just said. I'm just literally trying to think what I've been up to in the space of time since the last podcast a lot of cleaning i'm just I'm just cleaning up so you can have the the freedom to express yourself with all this art.
0: Oh, imagine how much mess I'm going to make when I become an artist
1: That's the thing. it's just an excuse for you to make mess. That's exactly what it is.
0: I'm quite fascinated by people's relationship to mess.
1: I think I could probably get into art
0: yeah. I think, I think you think. <laughs> I think.
1: You... I tell you what I would do. I, I'm quite into. Um, I'd like to sort of do collages, mm. and um, get uh, a huge. I'm into like massive canvas, so huge. Yeah, like six foot by I six foot.
0: Have a hunch that you are hi- are highly creative, which hopefully you know. But I don't think you exercise the creative needs that you have
1: Imposters syndrome
0: is that do you have imposter syndrome about in, making in... a collage <laughs>
1: <laughs> no I, I I think I am creative but I I can't stand it's like brand association I also don't like people that say I'm a creative
0: yeah well you don't, you've got a little bit of a sort of a chip on your shoulder about that, and I think not to play pop. Have I got the wrong end. No, I think mean, you have got the wrong end. <laughs> not to pop psychology you on our podcast, but I think you've got a few hang-ups about not going to university. No, it's not about going, not
1: going to you. Are, <laughs> you are something else. I do <laughs> not have hang-ups. No, I don't
0: at all. Were you used to?
1: No, I just, I just don't like. It when um, there's a, there's such a snobbery about being creative and a looking down on people that, that aren't. So I make sure not to do those things.
0: That is so. You. This is only you get for creative so, you, people. But you get so affected by that is a cynicism. I
1: like to look out for the little guy. But, yeah, but you are the little guy. <laughs>
0: Why can't you exercise your own creative pleasure?
1: I just don't Is like to, you know, one doesn't like to blow one's trumpet. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but no one will know about your collage.
1: <laughs> That's fine, okay.
0: You're, Yeah, yeah. Are you sometimes prevent yourself from doing things that will bring you joy and exercising your creativity based on reasons that are sort of like external.
1: Right. <laughs> No, peel the onion. I
0: might have got the wrong end of the stick.
1: Peel the onion. You
0: sometimes have these ideas of, oh, people that are creative say they're this and they do that, blah, blah, blah. They make it exclusive. It's not exclusive. Creative. It's what you're saying is nice, but you're using that as a way to prevent yourself. No, I do. I I do
1: loads of creative things. Endeavors. What are they? I'm doing. I'm doing one now.
0: Yeah, you're doing your Jaws podcast because I do notice when you have a creative project on the go, you're I'm jazzed up. You're jazzed up,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and
0: you're more Ben.
1: Well, I'm. I'm sure everyone's jazzed up when they're being creative, aren't they? Yeah, your, I dare you to do a collage. Your crest analogy is is spot on because creativity is like a set of waves that that mm. that comes in, and there can be there's lulls, mm. and then you sort of catch one. Yeah, and you know you can be on that for a little bit and then you're not and yeah
0: yeah it is true and i also get what i call creative frustration so if i'm on a crest but i'm also at a point in life a bit like now where it's summer holidays we're juggling childcare and i can't exercise it can't get it out um mm. that can be really frustrating as well
1: <clears throat> well now you can get it out on the canvas yeah just try and keep it tidy <laughs>
0: So tomorrow, we're going to our friend's party, which is to celebrate and watch the final episode of Neighbours.
1: That's deep nostalgia. That's um, sort of 5.35, mm-hmm. you've just watched Blue Peter, mm-hmm. which has been a snooze fest. You've said goodbye to Gordon the gopher or Ed the duck in the broom cupboard, and then you watch Neighbours, and then, then you have tea and so then you watch them in yeah maybe but that is just such a um you know that sort of routine or be your your life being scheduled around the tv that's done isn't it that's totally dead. done yeah hence why well, what happened the bbc got rid of it then it went to channel five and then channel five got rid of it and then australia were like oh okay we're not doing this it anymore. does
0: feel like the end of an era i'll opera's still relevant do people still watch them
1: soap operas usually they need to be daily don't they i don't know that don't. is
0: that it blows my mind but we were all watching daily shows but the the co- the concept of watching a daily show today is just unfathomable
1: i think people are more enlightened now and more in tune mm. with their own lives and less interested to watch um other people's i don't know or certainly made up ones yeah i don't know is there know. any truth in that i don't know i don't know God, we don't know a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just two people saying, I don't know.
0: Or they're watching more sort of real- the reality TV shows. It's be- it's be sort of an extension of the soap opera, which is essentially fantasy. Fantasy stories based on real world issues. But... Yeah,
1: I mean, look, this is a deep well. It's just people like to create their own content now.
0: Yeah, and also I don't know if people have got time to watch soap every day now because they've got a like binge TikTok or whatever
1: yeah, it's gone. It's gone. But we'll watch it. They're all back. Margot Robbie, Kylie, Jason, Guy Pierce. I mean, all...
0: they're big names. Yeah.
1: So, well, some people have done very well out of it, haven't they? What do you wear? Is Flick coming back?
0: Oh, Flick.
1: Probably not.
0: Did that catch on as a name?
1: She was only in it for like two years. Holly Valance. Mm. She had one hit single. She
0: did um what are you wearing to the party
1: i'm wearing a ladies extra large pink vest (laughs) (laughs) well it's neighbors themed and i I was i was in a bit of a bind so i had to use amazon prime and i thought okay i'll just get something with kylie and jason printed on it and the color that i wanted was only available in ladies and i thought well what's the difference between a ladies vest and a man's vest and it turns out there's actually loads of differences (laughs) like the deepest neckline you've ever seen some don't like it like that yeah some do i mean it's a look it's certainly a look have you seen it on me
0: yeah i thought it looked great okay and it has a picture on it
1: You, you haven't got an outfit
0: i know i'm wearing my denim dress with my denim jacket and i'm gonna make
1: a pav the australian national dessert i don't know is that a thing
0: well when you and i lived in australia everyone seemed to bring a pav
1: Yeah, I don't know. I always forget if that's a New Zealand thing or an Australian thing. Australia is very hot. Does a Pav cool you down? (laughs) (laughs) Does a Pav cool you you down? No.
0: Mm, It is cold, but it's very meringue based, and the meringue can congeal in heat. Oh, God, they're
1: so sugary and delicious. So sugary. Are you really going to make one? You better get cracking.
0: Well, they're they're not. Well, I make Emma's mess.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Which is a sort of smashed up Pav, Eaton's mess emma's yeah i'm not clever enough to make eaton's mess
1: right well let's wrap this up
0: well you you were talking about all those different tv shows and i would like to feel like we are in the broom cupboard and we would like to receive some emails
1: i tell you we'd get a lot better sound if we were in a broom cupboard (laughs) because there'd be no toilet echo
0: we would like some emails our inbox is
1: as dusty as Ben.
0: It's so dusty in there. We're at Hello People
1: Who. <laughs> what if you could forget it as soon as you stop looking at it?
0: We're at Hello People Who Play at gmail.com and we want to hear from you guys. Like literally, we want to know if anyone's listening. We want to know if you've got talking points, questions, dares, dares, what you're enjoying about the podcast, uh, guest suggestions, just let us know that, that, that life is out there, guys.
1: Yeah, so do your listeners know that we're alternating?
0: Yeah, so we have a new format now, guys. So every other episode will be me and you. And then in between, it will be me and a guest. So we wanted to make the pod weekly. We wanted to make it a bit shorter. And we wanted to have both of the different formats to have um, really cool, informative conversations with different people about play and different themes that we're interested in and then some time for me and you to chat
1: ramble on Mm. okay fantastic
0: okay well i'll just pop you back in the loft and then we'll see you in a couple of weeks
1: (laughs) (laughs) bye why